like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Did a girl. But at least it wasn't a girl. Yeah, at least it wasn't one, two, three. Who counts like that? Idiots. I do. I... Idiots count like that. Whoa. Tony whoa, the whoa, Tiger whoa, counts whoa, like that. Slow the fuck down. <laughs> that is no. A, how a cool guy counts. Because there's no. a little bit of extra panache on it. Two, you can kind of hear when the three is going to end because there's a, there's a hat on it. No, anyway. you can't. You can because you live inside your brain. Yeah. No one else does, thankfully. Oh, God, I don't know if we could handle that. No, it's too It's too cool in here. It's too, it's it's too, too radical. Cool. It's so cool in here. It's There's the no most radical Anyone brain. else. To be in. To, yes, sure. Speaking of cool dudes and rad brains. Yeah, tell I've me got about good your news. cool dude. He, I'm going to tell you about a cool dude. Tell me um, about a cool dude. So this cool dude is from England. He oh, he's is, a British cool dude. He's an old British man. Okay. No, it's the story is so delightful and heartwarming. So he, um, his name is Thomas Moore. Mm-hmm. He's a hundred year old World War II veteran. That's an old man. Old, old Tommy Moore. Yes. And uh, he originally started this thing so on his 100th birthday mm-hmm. he came out i don't know like on what so uh, social media platform or anything yeah. like that i'm thing. assuming okay. tiktok right yeah Probably. oh yeah 100 years old that man's clearly on TikTok. really the platform for the elderly at this point yeah, yeah. well there's a lot of gen xers and yeah so uh, on his 100th birthday so on his 100th birthday he uh decided that he was going to do 100 laps around his back garden one for every year and he wanted to raise a thousand pounds uh, for the NHS. Oh, that's so nice. How big is his back garden? It's like tiny. It's, oh, yeah. Well, he's like, oh, God, well, he's, he's 100 a little, years old. So, I mean, like, stop making excuses for Tommy, okay? He took on a challenge. <laughs> he's a little like. <laughs> he took on a challenge. If he was not prepared to take it to the nth degree, he shouldn't have fucking done it. Oh, yeah. it was 100 laps. here to berate the elderly. That's Bef- what I'm here for. Before mm-hmm. his 100th birthday. But anyway. Oh, so he was only 99. Calm the fuck down. But he's like little hunched over. Come on, you old shit! Get to a four hundred meter dash or take it or take it to the shut up. Yeah, Yeah, fucking jog. Yeah, fuck, man. So anyway, uh, people were so taken by this delightful little old man walking so slow, like this little old turtle, like a little dinosaur, little Little dinosaur dinosaur man. Uh, He far surpassed his thousand pound goal and has set a Guinness World Record. For the most money raised on behalf of the healthcare system, he raised forty million dollars. What? Forty what? million dollars. Wait, is dollars or pounds? Dollars. Thirty-two million pounds. Forty. For doing a hundred laps in his garden. You know how? TikTok. TikTok. It was <laughs> TikTok. Um, he has now also. This is so delightful. Been knighted by the Queen. Oh, oh really? So he's. Sir Thomas More. Is he a, is is he an influencer? Well, now he is. Now he is. is. Uh, he influenced at least forty million people to give him a dollar. Yeah. Or, or he influenced a, a 
It depends on, on the contribution amounts, I think. That's true. That I understand how math works. But he influenced a lot of people to give money to the NHS, which is great. That That's is good. Great. That's a good thing for him to do. He's a nice man, little dinosaur man. Yeah. And then they made him like a colonel or something like that. So they keep like elevating his rank because in oh World War God. II he was a captain. Mm-hmm. But then they said, you've now been named colonel of like the local regiment or whatever the fuck and oh like my god by the time he's done he's gonna be queen you know he really is <laughs> they're just gonna give him like a lemon jello lime uh, like suit and he's send just, him out there with a fancy hat he's going to take over assume prince philip's like identity yeah because they're only no like two years notice. apart because philip's almost a hundred this yeah, man he, is a hundred but, but he looks like a skeletor philip <laughs> So I say, Don't look like he died I'll, six I'll save years the ago. NHS, so when do I become queen? When do they bring the tiny dogs around? <laughs> I would like the tiny dogs. I'm just here for the tiny dogs, really. <laughs> I've, I've, I've saved uh, of the, all the health services. I would like one of those Swiss guards with the fancy hat. <laughs> Can I have a fancy hat? Uh, Can I borrow the hat? I always thought it looked like he had a tiny bear sitting on top of his head. <laughs> My mum always said I look good in a hat. I cannot have a big hat. Speaking of looking good, hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we would rather be doing it in a tiny furry hat. It's true. Or while doing laps in, in my backyard. In my back garden. In, in my, my back, back garden. garden. So delightful. You that's should. All I had, if I'd known that's all you had to do to become colonel, I wouldn't have gone and done all the shooting of the Germans. <laughs> yeah. I had to kill me 50 Germans. I didn't get colonel for that. <laughs> exactly. I murdered a ton of Nazis, but no. raising. But yeah, but, yeah, but doing laps in my garden as an ancient dinosaur man is what yeah. really that's turned the corner for fucking me. fucking set me apart from other World War II vets. Yeah, I have 37 confirmed kills, but I'm famous for walking in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the head of one of the Nazis mounted on me wall. <laughs> I've got an old saber. I used it as a walking stick while doing my achievements. <laughs> Stabbing animals and other Nazis. Stabbing animals. Take that, foxes. Come here, rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> I've got a saber for you, Mr. Rabbit. Rabbit. Wow. That, that sounds like a, that sounds like a British you, children's Mr. story. Rabbit. I've got a saber for you, Mr. Rabbit. I've got a saber <laughs> for you, Mr. Rabbit. I would read it. Damn yeah, what? You you should you would narrate it. I would want you to do everything. <laughs> Just in that terrible voice. Yes. Oh, I've got a saber. Exactly. <laughs> this is a very authentic British accent. <laughs> You could only It was sell. a fine Sunday, and Mr. <laughs> Saber went out for his characteristic gobbly wobble around <laughs> Trends of Bum Blum upon Thames. <laughs> Trends of Bum Bum around Thames. Upon Thames. Upon Thames, dear, please learn your geography. <laughs> oh my god, I am so sorry. Geography. Geography. Oh my god. You know what's um, hilarious is this episode does not involve England. What does it involve? A completely different country. Well, where English isn't even completely spoken. different countries. Some place that I'm sure uh, England at one time invaded because they did a lot of that. Probably. Yeah. They have done a lot of that over the years. Yep. Uh, no, uh, we are going to talk about a country that used to own the land upon which the three of us sit. Yeah. Mexico. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, have you heard, heard of it? They're just, they're just, Yeah. they're like our pantaloons. We're, we're in Mexico's yeah, hat. Yeah, they're our... They're our underoos. They're our underoos, yeah. and Canada's yeah. our hat. Mm-hmm. 
And we're like the gross. Well, and Alaska's Canada's hat. Oh, yeah. Hat a hat. We're yeah. a hat. Yeah. <laughs> we're a hat on a hat. <laughs> it's anyway. a really big hat. It's, it is. It's All right. Well, let's talk about some ghost Mexico ghosts. Mexico. All right. We're going to talk about haunted. Fantasmas. Fantasmas. So Antes de empezar, Vanessa, you should tell us about this beer. Oh, yeah. Sure. Cerveza. Yes. Hey, there we go. Esta cerveza. Internacional. <laughs> uh, so we have another beer from Common Space Brewery. Again, yeah. it's our second week with them. So this of- time is called Sonrisa. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonrisa, which means sun. Smile. Sunrise. Uh, means means I bird. It There's means- a pigeon on the can. Does it mean pigeon? <laughs> I don't think that's a pigeon. Does it mean pigeon? He's a fire pigeon. <laughs> Isn't that? Isn't no, that I mean the, smile. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm not crazy. Like, but the, love, the sun smiling. is smiling. Yeah, yeah, a little happy sun. It's got a little eagle that's probably going to eat a snake at some point. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not an eagle. That is a brown pigeon. That is an eagle. You need Agreed to learn about disagree. some Mexico. You need to learn you about Mexico. birds. No one should listen to you about birds. I know a lot of goddamn stuff about birds, including hate groups, Mexican flag birds specifically, because those are the birds that are hungry for snakes. Yes. Ah. And human uh, flesh. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but, so it's uh, it's obviously a Mexican lager. It's hence a, the tie-in. That's where it came from. That's where sure. we went. Smiling ghosts. Pigeon ghosts. <laughs> Whatever it means to you. <laughs> Whatever Bird ghosts to you. Mountain. It's really cute. It has like a whole um, like flowers go- and yeah. cacti and stuff. It's actually a very cute little cartoon on the can. It is. Is that a llama? Yeah, it's like a llama that's wearing a fun headdress. I yeah. don't know. It's but really then there's fun. There's also a deer because there's antlers. Llamas don't sure, have antlers, yeah. right? Yeah. No. It's yeah. got yeah. Every- Look, this can has got everything. <laughs> it's got everything. <laughs> it's got a smiling sun. It's and got the bottom of it tells birth. you wash your hands. Yeah, wash your fucking hands, people. Wash your, wash your hands, hands. dirtbag. But yeah. So in- Go smile in Mexico and wash your hands. <laughs> you smile, smile whilst in Mexico. And Whilst washing your hands. Washing your your hands. hands. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a story that's going to bring a smile to your face. Oh, okay. So Risa. Oh, I'm going to tell you the story of the Mummy Museum. Oh my God. In what I assume is Guanajuato? Guanajuato? Yeah. Sure. Guanajuato, Mexico. Is okay. that a place in Mexico? The Mummy Museum? The Mummy Museum. I'm really excited right now. I know. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good story. So, Guanajuato is a uh, principality in central Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, it's gorgeous. I was looking at pictures of the city online. It almost looks um, like European. It almost looks like it, it's in Spain. Oh. It's all these very old buildings, like these gorgeous, like, Baroque basilicas with like all these old cobblestone streets, most of which are too small for cars to go down. Okay. So they've had to build like a series of subterranean tunnels for most of the car traffic. Oh my God, car caves. Car caves. Car caves. Yeah. Oh, Elon no Musk is just so hard for this city. He's like, <laughs> if I can build a tunnel, why can't I build a tunnel? Um, but yeah, so it's all, it's all uh, like bright colors um, and like it's shaped kind of like a European city. Uh, there's not a lot of cars. There's big, beautiful churches. Uh, they have a lot of. They were a, a very well-to-do principality for most of Mexico's history, mostly because of all of the minerals in the mountains that surround the town. What kind of minerals? Mostly silver. Silver, um, not copper. Yes. Copper, no. great for astral projection. <laughs> silver, good for jewelry. Killing coronavirus, right? Didn't we and learn werewolves? that earlier? 
Oh, and, and werewolves. werewolves. Yeah, mostly werewolves. Uh, copper also kills coronavirus. Oh, good to know. Just just cover yourself in fucking copper. Yeah, just um, look. Wear a suit entire, made entirely of pennies, you idiots. Yeah, they're, the, they're mostly not copper pennies. Nope. Shit. <laughs> they're mostly not. It's Find pennies from ancient times. <laughs> ancient pennies. Raid museums, perhaps <laughs> museums containing mummies, and <laughs> yes. take the pennies from there. Thank you, podcast mom. So mostly silver. They have a lot of silver mines. And during the colonial period, which is like the 1500s, like the 1800s, mm-hmm. um, they the the silver mines around the area around Guanajuato were responsible for two thirds of the world's silver. Holy fuck! Wow. Yeah. So that's why they that's why their city is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, they have all these also because they're sort of in a valley in between all these mountains. So it's like a very gorgeous, like bright, fun city surrounded by all this beautiful natural landscape. And they have all these stairs that like go up into the mountains. So like you could use the outdoor space. Oh, man. Um, and they have all the underground tunnels. The site is also like historically relevant because it was uh, it was the site of the first battle for the War of Mexican Independence, Ooh. which started in 1810, hence the end of the colonial period. Yep, sure, yep, sure. yep. Um, so it's like uh, it's you know historical because of that. And then in 1988, uh, it was named a UNESCO World Heritage Site because oh, cool. it has all these. Well, it really it looks like something straight out of like Barcelona. It's a gorgeous city. It's not what you think of when you think of a big city in Mexico. And now the world gets to inherit it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So it's famous for these battle sites and its silver mines and for the Museum of Mummies. Mummies! Okay, so in Guanajuato, a very rich silver town. They've just been made independent. All of the plata. Um, They have their libertad. Continue. In 1833, the whole like Central Valley of Mexico was Flip. ravaged by a cholera outbreak. You know, it's funny. My oh, story, no. I'm going to mention that, too. It's a lot of the country. <laughs> yeah, a lot it's of it. It's just lousy with cholera. Yeah. yeah. What Which is cholera? I, I don't even know. I'm going to guess the poops. Poops? Oh, okay. Anybody? Poops? I mean, definitely, right? I mean, it's got to be butt related. It's this fucking show. Yeah. It definitely going to well, It's because that, that book is Love in the Time of Pooping, then. Yes. Yeah. Well, isn't, okay. isn't every old timey disease roughly just a pooping disease? It is a pooping disease! <laughs> yeah. yes! Severe yeah. diarrhea and dehydration. Oh, they literally shit themselves to death. To, to death. It's just a lot of poop. Yeah. It's just a conveyor belt of poop. It really is. Well, now All we right. know. And it so comes from in, drinking contaminated water. Mm, drinking poop water, I drinking bet. Drinking people yeah, shit toilet water. Place, drinking shitty water. That's it's right. a cycle. It is. And now look um, at you. Mexico. Yeah. So imagine you're. It's 1833. You're drinking poopy water. You're dying of the shit. You're People just dying shitting yourself to death. <laughs> so because Smells of this, great. there's obviously a big uptick in funerals yep. and like people having to be buried. So they're yep. having to do not mass burials, but they're having to do burials very quickly, like yep. a very quick turnover. And they're um, they just toss them out of a fucking window. Toss them out of like a window. A, nah! And, and, and they've not, got like one of those tiny, uh, like I don't know what you call those, those like those those little shovels for gardening. Trowels? Oh, yeah, the spade? little trowel, and they're just yeah. like troweling one trowel of dirt on yeah. top of the body. <laughs> Buried. Yeah. Well, no, because they, they didn't want to touch the bodies or spend time no. with the bodies. Mm-mm. So they stopped doing like big in-ground and started doing more of like the tombs. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say they started doing sky burial. <laughs> they, started doing, <laughs> they started doing more of just letting letting all those beautiful brown pigeons eat them. Eat them. Uh, no. <laughs> the eagles so, wanted snakes. They got yeah. dead diarrhea poop people. <laughs> Yeah. He's not. He's not a snake. <laughs> and that's how he's we a got human. He's close enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so most of these in the city of Guanajuato, there's a like a central cemetery, which isn't very big. I was looking at drone footage of it like in the city. Mm-hmm. It's like two blocks. It's not very big. Oh, no. It's also like fully walled in. It kind of reminds me of um, New Orleans, oh, like okay. their cemeteries. Yeah. Okay. Also like super densely full of dead oh, people. Yeah. People on people on people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So uh, so the the main cemetery is called uh, San Paolo Cemetery. Okay. Um, and so they buried a shit ton of people in San Paolo because of the cholera outbreak. But then um, in 1865, so about 30 years after, you know, everyone died of cholera. Right. The city was trying to raise money. So they decided to institute a new tax. And it was a tax to, quote, for, quote, perpetual burial in the cemeteries, which meant that if you had a family member buried in St. Paolo Cemetery, you had to pay tax on that plot every year. Uh, Otherwise, they'll dig them up. And if you didn't pay your tax for five years in a row, they would dig up your relative and resell the plot. What the fuck? Yeah. You're just left with the bones of grandma or whatever's left of her? they just throw them in your living room? I mean, it'd be funny. No, they don't don't give you the body back. What? Where does it go? Where does the body go? <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, so, you know where I bet it goes? A mummy museum. Uh oh. No <laughs> shit. Okay. This rules. <laughs> so yeah, so they would literally like resell your family plot out from underneath you, and because uh, Guanajuato was like a mining town, because it was like a silver mining town, so it was a lot of like miners and farmers. It's like poor country folk. Yeah. Who can't cool. afford taxes because they already paid to bury grandma oh my god they weren't budgeting for grandma anymore no <laughs> they had taken grandma they out of the budget yeah this is true and then her mummy came back to life and she was hungry for brains i don't How have brain budget okay i, did, I didn't grandma. budget for that either jesus um Okay, so they started digging up people like pretty much five years after the fact. Oh my God. Uh, the first person that they, so they dug up a couple people and then they dug up um, a French doctor named Remigo Leroy. Mm. I assume it's not Leroy because France. Leroy. <laughs> I'm a French Leroy. He's bubbly water. Oh, oh French Leroy. Oh, Fran- oh Leroy Franchi. Um, so he was the first one that they dug up and he, like, they dug him out and he was perfectly preserved as a mummy oh shoot and they were like what the fuck because like everyone else they're digging up are like decomposed bones you right. know hmm. it's so that special french blood yeah exactly. it's, it's all, all that wine it's all that wine um so they dug him up and they were like oh my gosh he's like a perfectly preserved mummy. that's so weird so they put him in like an annex building next to the cemetery and then people to started to come by to see it because they were like there's a fucking mummy over there now like there's and a dude were, he's dead but he doesn't look dead go maybe look he, the dead dude he looks so like then, beef jerky french jerky so then they they put him on display kind of and let people come by and see him. And then as they started doing more and more of these evictions, they would occasionally find another one of these perfectly preserved mummy bodies. I don't. They would put him in the annex room next to next to Frenchie Leroy. Okay. Um, and it became so popular they started charging a small fee, like just a couple pesos, to like come in and look at the mummies. You know, TV need to have been invented. Yeah. Way yeah. I mean, this is this is the late 1800s at this like, point. We, you know, this they didn't is have when books. we needed TV. <laughs> I know. Like Britain's having an industrial revolution. Mexico is charging you a snickel to see a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> um. God. Yeah. So. 
they originally they were like in an annex and then the annex was not big enough so they had this like tunnel like a storage tunnel they just lined them up along the wall of the tunnel and they would charge you for a torch like a literal like fire torch to walk down the tunnel and look at the bodies and look at bodies oh my but God. they were they were in no way preserved there were literally people like touching them there were ah! people like breaking off pieces of ah! the bodies why 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 it's the 1800s and there's no hbo i take this shit back I want the Mummy Museum as originally envisaged. Envisaged. I want to pay for a torch. No. I want to go down to where all the stinky dead people are. No, this not sounds stinky. fucking radical. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I like no. to think that like some touristy families have like passed down like a mummy thumb through gener. You know what oh, I mean? Oh Jesus! Be like, yeah. This this thumb came from Frenchie Leroy. Yeah. yeah. This this is uh this is uh un- uncle. Uh, Uncle Jorge's mummy thumb <laughs> he done stole from the mummy museum. So they discovered... I don't know why we, he has this voice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm Mexican. The best part about being from Mexico was sounding like this. Is <laughs> being related to Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I um, see. So they discovered that it's about one in a hundred of these bodies that they were pulling out of the exhuming out mm-hmm. of the ground, which they said like, oh, we're exhuming the body. They were just fucking digging them up and throwing yeah. them out. I was like, no, because these poor people, literally poor people literally can't poor afford people. it that mm-hmm. they're just like now going to incinerate your grandma. No, they're literally just going to put her in a garbage heap. Like they were compost. Does she at least grow maize? Jesus. No, no just in the garbage. Nope. nope. Into a landfill. Uh, yeah. So it was about grandma landfill. Them. It's about one out of a hundred, um, and they just kept adding to their. Anytime they'd find a mummy, they just keep, keep it, it and add it to the collection. Oh my god! Um, so they exhumed bodies from 1865 until 1958. Oh my god! When they finally changed that tax law, and they were no longer charging people death taxes. Oh my god! Yeah. So oh. the only reason well, it's been them up- it's been a few years now, and we're uh, finally out of the red. <laughs> So now we don't have to dig up grandma. Yeah. So their collection includes, uh, some said 110, some said 112. But I'm like, that means you dug up a thousand people. Yeah. Because one out of 100, that means you dug up a thousand people. Fucking assholes. Um... Yeah, so they're like a, a collection of over 100. The display is normally around like 60 to 70 bodies. Apparently there's 59 up right now. Um, Almost That nice. are on display within the Mummy Museum. So now they're um, like, in, I think in the 70s, they like started putting them behind glass and like controlling the humidity. So now it's like oh. they're being preserved. <laughs> so you can't like take an actual stop museum. allowing them to rot in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, they stopped doing the torch tunnel thing. In the 70s. In the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> There's TV by this point, kids. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's still a better draw than telenovelas. That's right. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Those are uh, juicy. Um, so the science of it all is that these bodies, the reason they're becoming these perfectly preserved mummies um, is because the, it's a very arid desert climate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they started to figure out that like the bodies they were pulling out of the above ground tombs were the ones who were mummified, whereas the ones who were in the ground, right. most of them would have decomposed the way that a normal body would. Right. And they think it's because the bodies were put in... Um, Bodies were put in wooden coffins, mm-hmm. so the wood would absorb the moisture from the body. Sure. But then the tombs are fully encased cement, yeah. mm. so no no uh, like bugs can get yeah. in or 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 uh, 
uh, germies to like eat away at, at the dead right. bodies. Right, right. So they were just dry out very, very slowly over yeah, years slow with, the, human with the wood seeping yeah. away. You, you were correct. They are jerky. They're yeah. just dried up people. Because what we don't want is Jack Link's moist mummies. No, no we, we, want, don't, we don't want a moist mummy. That, no, that moist tunnel mummies, would smell bad. The, exactly. No good there. But what we yeah. want is a thoroughly dried mummy. And, and then like, you can enjoy it for forever. And some of them have been like slightly embalmed, meaning that they had taken the internal organs out and like ah. put straw in there, which would have helped speed along the mummifying process. Okay. But that's not what they were trying to do. When no they canopy put these jars. people in the ground, they never thought, well, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna like, dig you like up a, in a couple like years. A Hawaiian pig. We're gonna bury you for a little bit, then we're gonna dig you dig up. You later. <laughs> and enjoy you with some poi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so they're like, this is how we're getting these mummies. And if you look, there's a bunch of pictures of them online. And if you look at them, some of them are uh, like still wearing full, like the suit they were buried in. Like Jeez. you can see the suit, you can see the like buttons and stuff. Wow. And some of them are just like desiccated bodies. Mm. <clears throat> um, but the locals say. So we have fancy reason- dry mummies and and, and like suits. filthy dry mummies. But yeah. some are fancy. Some are still, yeah, some are nudists and some are not. I see. <laughs> some are semi-nudists. Apparently they said more often than not, they would pull the mummies out and they, most of their clothes would have disintegrated, except their socks, because socks are made so cheaply in Mexico that it's all fucking synthetic fiber that wouldn't break down. Oh my God. Oh. The way that like cotton pants would. Is that funny? So it's just like nudies and just, socks. Yeah. Yeah. Wieners, wieners flanging socks. <laughs> I saw no wieners. It seems like the wieners dried up. Oh, oh, that makes trivial. sense. Well, yeah. Also, I bet that would be the first to go when you would just walk through the hallway and you could like snake a yeah, piece. Yeah, you're breaking stuff off. Get a snake little, his little, snake. Little you know dried what I'm Serrano down there. That's what's yeah. up. Take a little mummy nipple. A little yeah, why not? Make a little a somebody invited nips. down a bunch of eagles, a bunch of Mexico pigeons to go <laughs> snake eating. <laughs> um, but so the locals, uh, like their uh, ex- explanation of why some of these bodies are mummies and some of them were not, uh, was Deal that the, the mummies were the people who uh, either died violently or unexpectedly. Uh-huh. Um, and they, uh, or people who were buried alive, which Ooh. used to oh. happen in the time of cholera. Yeah. Um, and so they're people who died and like died in so much pain that they couldn't let go of the pain. And so they like turned themselves into mummies in death. Ooh. Um, that's their like reasoning for it, which is way more fun than science. I was oh, yeah. so I was so angry that I decided to start wrapping myself in linen. <laughs> well, like, These assholes, I'll show them, and they're like, just well, putting a bunch no, of bandages around yourself. They're not wrapped; it, they're just a dude in a suit. Yeah, who's just a desiccated. I know, horse. but I like to think of the classic fun mummies <laughs> with just, silly bits. just eyes staring out from between two pieces of gauze. Yeah, yeah, toilet paper. Somebody went down with a thousand. Uh, uh, sticky strips of band-aids. Yeah. Um, so a little more information about the mummies themselves. Uh, like I said, they have around 110, 112 money, mummies. 20 of them are children. Oh, God. Um, the rest of them are adults, um, mo- mostly farmers and like poor people who couldn't afford uh, to pay the yeah, perpetual after death. death, perpetual rest tax. Ugh. Um, they, but they're able to learn a lot. Like the, all the little girl bodies are dressed like angels and all the little boy bodies were like dressed like saints. So there's obviously like a very uh, strongly (laughs) religious, uh, community. I thought, I thought it was going to be there dressed up like devils too. (laughs) (laughs) Little boys are fucking Indians and some were cowboys. They're just, they're like, this is a bit racist, but we're going to go with it. 
So some of the most famous ones was there's a there's an infant baby boy who's oh. maybe like two months old. There's oh. a there's a baby that they're pretty sure was stillborn, and there's a the smallest mummy uh, like the, on record. It's a fetus. It's about six months old. No. Um, because Annie, there's also a very pregnant, about a six month pregnant woman. Ah. They think they may have been buried together. And that woman died from cholera. I see. Mm. So she died. Her baby died. She shit out the baby. Yeah. Or they took (laughs) the baby. Or they took the baby out. She got cholera so bad that it replumbed her. (laughs) She got the poop. She pooped out a baby. She pooped the baby. She died. She died. Baby died. She pooped out a pre-baby. Yeah. Yes. A not quite baby baby. You're not quite baby baby. Um, But yeah, they have like a six month old fetus baby as a mummy. It's really. That's not creepy at all. That's gross. And the pregnant mom. And apparently the pregnant mom is like preserved and her placenta is like hanging out of her. Oh, God. Like clean it up, people. Man. I think they were just like, we're going to bury all of her. It's a historical artifact. You can't She's going to want with this it. with her in the afterlife. In the afterlife, yeah. She's going to want to like get Maybe shiny fucking hair. Snack. Snack. Yeah. 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 She walks up to St. Peter, that shit just hanging out. He's just like, just go in. Just go in. Just I don't want to just go, go in. I don't want to look at go. it. You're fine. She's like <laughs> munching on it. She's like, look, this is going to make my hair and nails amazing. Ask Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are sort of some of the mummies you can tell they died violently, like they died from like a broken neck or oh. like stab wounds you can tell from the mummy's body. Oh. Um, and there's one, like the probably the most famous one, is a woman named uh, Ignacia Aguilar, okay. who uh like historical records tell us that she was a little bit of a sickly woman her whole life. She had a heart condition mm. where she like had trouble with her heart. And one day they found her, she was dead, her heart dead. had stopped beating, so uh they R.I.P. tossed her in a hole in the ground. They, yep, they gave her a funeral. I assume they tossed her in a tomb. Yeah, there um, you go. Above ground. Yeah, so they... And then at some point, a couple years later... Or the babies are screaming at me. A couple <laughs> of years later, uh, they couldn't pay the tax, so they had to open up um, Ignacia's tomb. Um, and she was... Uh, she had turned completely over. She was holding her hands like close to her face. She wasn't biting, dead. Biting into her arm. She wasn't dead. And there was dried blood in her mouth. She wasn't dead. Mm. She wasn't dead. When yeah. they- Did anyone else take a bite of her arm to see if she was delicious? <laughs> no, because uh, no. she's a mummy at this point. She's, she's person jerky. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like if she was able... Uh, how long was she able to survive eating her own arm and now that she's properly preserved and dried? I'm going to say not long. <laughs> well... Fine. Right. I don't know. I mean, she was probably in there for a couple of years to become mummified. Like, yeah. I couldn't find dates of like when she was buried, when they dug her up, but it was not that long because her her family who buried her were like, we made an oopsie. They're like, oops. <laughs> I'm gonna have oh, to shit. say a couple hail marys Th- tonight. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I feel really bad about this. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, she's literally like she's doing one of those like her hands are cupped together. Like imagine like an old timey silent movie of someone being like, oh, I love him. Yeah. She's like doing that. But she's biting her own fucking arm. Oh. And that's what her mummy is forever. Forever. Everybody is going to know she died eating herself. How long she- could a man live eating himself? <laughs> Not long. Not long. Her- be like, oh, look, you know, you can live like for a couple weeks to a month. Uh, with, with no food, you right? It's only a couple days blood. with no water. So yeah. if you're a mummy, you piss in your own mouth for a couple days, and then you live a couple days, and you eat one like a one finger, 
Eat all, no, eat all babe, also babe. eat the bones. No. A little extra calcium. No. no. And yes. I'd be, I think you might you might be surprised how long you can live. I don't think I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ever want to find out. I also feel out. like no government agency is going to pay for this test. No. All right. Well, Oof, that's, that, that's just one man's opinion. Back to my mummy museum. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank so, you. It's been a popular tourist attraction. It's like one of the most popular things to do in uh, Guanajuato. Yeah. Is there a ton of num- other things to do in Guanajuato? It's like to go visit the old silver mines because it was like a really big thing. And some of their uh, churches, huge, gorgeous basilicas yeah. from okay. the 1500s. All right, that's fair. Like, fair. They are, it looks like an old European church. They're gorgeous. Yes. But it's number two on TripAdvisor of like things to do in Guanajuato. Okay, number two. <laughs> number two. Look at dead people. Um, so it's, uh, it, uh, over the years, a bunch of people have gone very touristy, uh, friendly. So at one point, Ray Bradbury went, Oh, um, and he hated it. He said, quote, the experience, the experience so wounded and terrified me. I could hardly wait to flee Mexico. I had nightmares about dying and having to remain in the halls of the dead with those propped and wired bodies. Oh, oh. Boy, and then he wrote, and then he like immediately wrote a short story about it because he was like, "I'm just, I need this out of my psyche, and I like just need to release it and be done with it." Oh boy. Um, so uh, as you can imagine, a room full of dead people who were dug up for tax purposes is bound to make some unhappy spirits. Yeah, especially (laughs) the lady who wasn't quite dead when she was buried. We're gonna get to her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so the locals super lean into it. They're like, because th- they're big, like when that tax passed, all the locals were like, this is insane. You can't disturb the dead. Like that's sacrilegious. Like this it's is true. how you get a ghost. It's true. Um, the government's so the lo- like, I don't care. Money, 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 we money, need money, that money, cash. Money. Make me some ghosts. Show me I, some mummies. I would be like, how much money were you really making off of it? But they, if they dug up a thousand people, they were, they, just they were making give a fuck anymore. They, they were, were making like, money if- left and right. One, we're getting that tax dollar. Two, we're getting that mummy museum money. Yeah. Three, we're reselling these plots. Hell yeah. yeah. Greedy. Yeah. Fat stacks. Fat stacks of pesos. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, the museum, the current m- modern museum where you can't yeah. break off a wiener, is oh. said to be fairly haunted. Um, they actually have security guards 24-7 because uh, like so much weird shit would glitch out in the middle of the night if there was no one there. But oh. the, mum- the mummy spirits seem to be slightly appeased if there's the living amongst them. Okay. So they're like, it's cool, we're just going to put a warm body in this room every single night. So it's like a security guard's job to like stand there just and sit be there. like, mummy ghost bait <laughs> or to just be like the mummy ghost buddy like yeah. they're oh hey, okay cool oh okay okay it's fine. Enrique, Enrique's here tonight we don't it's, have to flip out yeah <laughs> uh so things that the security guards will report back is they they hear voices mm-hmm. they hear crying babies oh, oh no they're um, sad they, about pooping to death <laughs> they hear they hear a lot of footsteps they hear a lot of like they're like almost every night will hear something, go to investigate, there's nothing there. And like, there tends to only be one or two of them in the museum overnight. 
Um, they also see and catch on security footage, which none of it was like super compelling to me, but a lot of shadow people, like Ooh. just shadows walking from the darkness into a deeper darkness oh, kind oof. of a thing. Um, and they're, the security guards are like, the toughest days are the days when you walk by and you like you hear like a crying or a moaning, and then you'll see one of the momies is crying. Oh, God. Like, look, I'm sorry wait, you're dead, too. Wait, I was like, how? Wait, how? Like, there, are there, there are moist tears on uh-huh. the mummy? Coming uh-huh. out of the beef uh-huh. jerky. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't like it. Okay, excellent segue. So the most common ghost is a female ghost who roams around the museum almost uh, like almost every night. They're fairly certain that it's Ignacia Aguilar. Yeah. Okay. Um, because she she comes out after hours. She walks around crying, asking to be let out. Oh God! Asking for help. She will apparently her, asking for salt. Ask, asking for snicky snacks. She she apparently will eventually walk to a point where she finds her own mummified body, starts screaming, and disappears. You know, I would too if I don't quite realize I'm dead and then I see my dead Can you self. Imagine that's your afterlife. You have to continually be shocked with your own mummy visage. That is the shit. That is the I'd best be horror movie of all time. That's like right. That's quite the fucking topper at the end of a, at the end of a mummy story, right? For see sure. yourself as the mummy. Oh. Was that the others of that movie where it was like Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman and they yeah. were actually the ghosts the whole yeah. time? Yeah, they were the Sorry, ghosts. spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler for yeah, a movie that came other. out twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, so this museum is open. The website didn't translate well into English. Ah, uh, seems to currently be open. I'm sure. Sure. Okay, why not? Okay. What are you, you going to catch from a mummy? Probably yeah. not cholera. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah. The, the, the coronavirus fee- hasn't made the jump to mummies yet. It's <laughs> still the, safe. The entrance fee is about five bucks American. Oh, damn. Right? Dude, that's, cheap as fuck. That's so yeah, cheap. That's a steal. Yeah. That's a steal a very, at twice the price. It's a common like day trip because uh, if it's about a four hour car ride or bus ride from Mexico City, it's apparently oh. a really common bus route. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like if you're trying to get out of the hustle and bustle of Mexico City, like go spend a beautiful day in Guanajuato, look at all their gorgeous architecture and look at the ghost mummy of a six month old baby. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, fetus. Yeah, yeah. Fetus. Fetus. Um, fetus. So it's made, it's very popular in Mexican culture because in the 1970s, they made a movie called uh, El Santo versus the Mummies of Guanajuato. Oh, shit. In which a very famous Lucha Libre wrestler named El Santo. Oh, (laughs) who's like a real wrestler, Uh fights uh, two other wrestlers who have demon names and then one very big wrestler named Satan. Oh, uh, and Satan rises all the mummies up from the mummy museum, and then El Santo has to wrestle them all. This movie sounds fantastic. <laughs> Fuck, a, I want to watch this movie. Yeah, it's apparently like a B movie classic, and every all the reviews are like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a luchador fighting yeah, mummy. Hell yeah, I got, we got to dig this up. Uh, yeah, so it's called uh, El Santo versus the Mummies of Guanajuato. Oh my god. Um, it also the mummy the mummy museum was also used in uh, in the 1979 Werner Herzog version of Nosferatu. Oh, that movie opens with like shots of mummies. Like it's those mummies. They're the real fucking mummies from Guanajuato. Because it was the seventies, so he like got permission to go in there and film those actual mummies because he saw them 
like somehow. And he was like, we have to use this in the movie. Nothing else will do. I've seen a real mummy. We have to. We need use real them. mummies. I would we like need to real see mummies. the mummies. <laughs> Take me to your mummies. <laughs> anyway, so that is the story of the, the Mummy baby. Museum of Guanajuato, Mexico. Oh, I that love it. That is the shit. Isn't that crazy? Fucking for love five it. bucks, it seems well worth it for five bucks. Oh there my god, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pictures of the mummies online, so we'll obviously post them. There's also a lot of uh, white imperialist type people doing YouTube reviews of it and being very upset about the mummies. Okay. And I'm like, uh, Why are they upset be- about the mummies? Because it's a dead person and it's so disrespectful to them. And I'm like, really? Because the Mexican government did it for themselves and it's their own people. And if they're fine with taking your white imperialist dollars. Then, I think you should just get then on board. Then you just get yeah, over shush, it. Shush your mouth. Get yeah. over your shit. Yeah. It's, I was like, eh, it's, if you don't like it, don't go. You yeah. know? Nobody's forcing you to go. Yeah, go no. look at the church instead. Sweet. Yeah, go to the basilicas. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sweet. That's my story. Yay. That's a story. And it's tie-in nicely to this Mexican beer. Now I'm going to yell at you for a minute, and then we're going to come back for the rest of the show. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob. I'm not going to dig you up, but if I am burying you, I'll probably break off a finger and give it a little nibble. Hey, guess what? We still need your stories muy spookies. That means your scary stories, your creepy pastas, your spooky spaghetti. Send them to us. BoozeBoozePodcastGmail.com. We want to read something you wrote, something real scary. Hey, guess what? We've also got a great Patreon page, patreon.com slash boozebrews, where we've got audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches I do during the show you can't get a better deal on the internet for all the content that we give you it's great content you'd love this content hey guess what we got a bunch of incredible social media websites where you can come and talk to us on the internet we've got a twitter at Booze and Bruce. we got a facebook at Booze and, Bruce. and we've got an instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. that's it you can talk to us there now back to the show welcome back bienvenidos we're back bienvenidos for- a la Booze and Bruce podcasto <laughs> Yep. Yep. Very, very good. El very good Espanol. E bruzos. Wow. Podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Yeah. 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 It's good. I, I stand by that. Song. For our Lat Am listeners. <laughs> yes. I'm practically bilingual. Oh, practically. <laughs> I'm putting it on my res- my resume right now. Yeah. It, uh, that was the, uh, the 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 Spanish pronunciation of resume too. <laughs> my resume. Resume. <laughs> So it's like Renesme from fucking Twilight. <laughs> Neither of you will get that, but some listener will understand that reference. The listeners out there are loving it. Oh my god, oh, they're like, loving this Twilight material. That's so topical. Tw- Holy shnikes. Midnight Sun, guys. We're finally gonna get it. Remember when Again, we watched one person cares. Remember when we watched I think Twilight 2? And I kept I was that person. Who is that? What's happening? What is it? What's going on? I had no fucking clue. Drops me in the middle of like the second of nine movies. And I'm like, what is it? I don't know. And I was that person. Was that when we were at my sister's house in Utah? She loves those Twilight movies. Oh my God. And it was great because she's like, no. And she's breaking it down for me. And I'm like, I still don't. Okay. My sister will edit the Wikipedia page for Twilight. Like she's about it. She wouldn't because she doesn't know how to do that. But yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we're back. Haunted Mexico. Haunted Mexico. And I am here to tell you about the Panteón de Belén in Guadalajara. The, All right. The pants of Leon. What did you just say? Yeah. The Panteón. Lion pants. De lion Belén. Pants. Or lion Pantheon pants. of Bethlehem. Billy's lion pants. 
Billy's line, uh, Bethlehem's lion pants or Billy's the Santa Paula Cemetery. So yours is Santa Paulo. Mine is Santa Paula. Aha. Oh, there we go. Uh, but it has a couple names. Um, so it's a historic cemetery located in Guadalajara after Mexico's independence war in 1810, which Tuna just told us un poco about. Oh my God, started. I started and now you're finishing And now it, I'm man. finishing. Just bringing it back. It's uh, a circle much like of Mexican independence. The city of Guadalajara also didn't fare so well after the uh, Mexican independence war. Oh, no. Um, but they independent. They are independent, but that doesn't mean that they weren't hit by a number of famines and disease outbreaks that oh, no. killed large portions of their population. Including yeah. cholera? A cholera <laughs> outbreak in 1833. You used to be oh, able to I've call Espana yep. on the phone and be like, yo, Espana, we got cholera. And they'd be like, we can't help you. Now like, you got to deal with it yourself. I mean, like, no yo, we're shitting ourselves yeah. to death, man. Send us some emodium. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you turn, make use that silver to turn it into a modium? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. You must send us butt plugs, man. We should just, just keep it. Butt plugs, and then you eat a bunch of pennies, and then the pennies kill all the cholera. Done. There you go. And it. you cover yourself in silver. Just pour raw just, silver over yourself. You won't be a werewolf. Yeah, you won't and be you a won't werewolf. Have cholera. And then, and it's then, Goldfinger won't be interested in you. Yeah, yeah. it's a win-win. You certainly win. won't die of cholera if you do all of those. You'll things. die yep. of other things. <laughs> um, but yes, come sepsis. to the show for the medical advice. Probably sepsis. So <laughs> their uh, cholera outbreak in 1833 killed 3,000 people. Oh, that's a lot of people. It that's was. many people. Uh, so what? But this, they were independent people. Yep. They were. I died a free man pooping myself the way a free man poops. Isn't that the way to go? Shitting yourself freedomly. Yeah, both them and their bowels lived free. Just free. Just shat free. Live free. Shat hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Bruce Willis. Hell yeah. Um, so what this means, unfortunately, is that the city needed to build a new cemetery since the old I one was going to say the city needed full. to build a new septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> they, the city started digging up dead people, charging them taxes. Charging them, pooping in, their, in the graves instead. <laughs> Fill that up. It's an outhouse now. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, the it's fertilizer. Old, yeah, the old cemetery uh, got full. So they realized, yeah. you know what? Maybe we should build a new one. So they did. Um, it was given the name Panteon de Belen because it was located close to the newly constructed Hospital de Belen. So it's oh. not just a clever name. Oh, it's convenient too. You just take them right across the street. Yeah, you it's yeah, the right there. You just take them right across the street. You just, you, they die and you move them. It's, it's yeah. just a conveyor belt. You just throw out the sick. window. Just, yeah, exactly. Just just get one of them real big, uh, you know. Slingshots? Sh slingshots, thank you. Shotgun was all that was in my head. I, I saw like, you nope. about to do the hand motion. You know where I'm going. Thank God you're here. Because otherwise I'd be like, the thing was a thing. No one knows what Dennis that the means, menace. mom. No one knows. No, anyway, so the cemetery was completed in 1848 and was divided into two areas. The common area for the masses and the wealthy section because god forbid wealthy bodies commingle with oh my god common bodies they made a first class area of the cemetery they did yep they get yes. champagne service they get more oh, leg room everything. Mm -hmm. they probably do get more leg room they get so much more leg room their seat fully reclines you can just nappy nap forever meanwhile you're stuck in coach their in the overhead bins never get full never They've got like a whole separate area where you can go pre-flight. Oh, God. Yeah, man. I'm never going to have to gate check my bag. Never. Into heaven. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> gate check to heaven. Uh, St. <laughs> Peter's gate check my <laughs> So the wealthy section uh, had a chapel dedicated to Santa Paula, which is how the cemetery also became known as Santa Paula Cemetery. So okay, there you have it. Those are now how I'm both wondering names. If, now I'm wondering if my cemetery was also called Paula, because it seems unusual there'd be a St. Saint Paul and St. Paula, right? Right, right. Well, so you maybe, never know. maybe maybe our cemeteries have the same name. Maybe we did OMG. the same cemeteries. Twin, maybe no, there were twin Earth, saints. We've just established mines in a different city. Yeah, but sometimes they have different names that are the same city. That's the thing that's very common in Mexico. I know a lot about Mexico. I've been. Yeah. Like, you definitely know the difference between eagles and pigeons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally know. Check the your difference. Twitter. <laughs> I posted the poll. I know, anyway. and I responded to it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Asshole. I'm going to post as soon as they're done. So, yes, the, the cemetery was formally closed in 1896. The uh, common area was turned into the Tower of Medical Specialties for the hospital and it's now owned by the university, so they a just... A tower of medical specialties? I'm thinking yeah. it's it's a translation thing from the Wikipedia, but essentially it's... It's where the... It's a school building. It's, it's a, where the doctor wizard lives. Oh. It, yes. No, I think that is where, like, the specialty doctors go. Like... Yeah, it's where the oncologists, I think, go to study. Oh, it's part it's of the school. University of Guadalajara. Oh, well. Yeah. I think I like it's just better. a translation issue from the Wikipedia page. Okay. I was picturing like the Washington Monument like dedicated to proctologists. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I mean, I that is the right shaped right? monument yeah. to be dedicated to a proctologist. And I was picturing a wizard tower. And and then you bring a sick people up to him and he goes, woogity boo. And then woogity boo. Yeah, that's a, a magic word that official, you can use in Mexico. <laughs> those are Mexicano magic words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, en español. So, Abugadi Boo. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's my ausente. Muy autentico. Anyway, <laughs> so the, uh, the the commoners, they were just built over. So their graves, I think, are, I think they're still there. But it's just now they're underneath the building. And the wealthy part was reopened. And today there are a number of legends tied to it. And you can still go visit today. Okay, so now you can't be buried in it anymore. No, it closed in no. 1898. So it's now just a pure. It's full. No vacancy. Yep. No vacancy. You cannot. It's closed. But you can go to visit uh, because it's like one of those cool old timey cemetery kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are also a number of legends tied to it, of which today I will tell you. Dose. I love a legend. Tell me about it. Tell me two so, legends. Um, tell the me first, a legend. First legend, una leyenda, that I'm going to tell you about is of the tomb of Nino Nachito. Nina the Cheeto? Nino Nachito. You were pretty close, actually. Nina the Cheeto. That's definitely that's yep. that's in that's, my no. It's, no, the, it's the, my the, authentic the, ausente. That's how you say you it. Stand it's by the it. it's the Nacho Nino. The Nacho Nino. Yes, yeah. his name is. What in, kind of Nino is my Nino? Nacho Nino. Nacho. <laughs> Do you remember when we learned that the scientific breakdown of nacho cheese is N A C H O? Yeah. yeah. I still think about that sometimes. I was like, you got jokes, scientists. You got jokes. <laughs> so Ignacio Torres Altamirano, also known as El Nino Nachito, because okay. Nacho is a nickname for Ignacio. So like your Ignacia could be Nacha. Oh. Uh, was born in the late 1870s to a middle class family. 
He was a very special little boy in that he had an immense fear of the dark and okay. was incredibly claustrophobic. Okay, so he's a timid Cheeto. He's a very He's a little scary boy. Cheeto. He's a very well, scary uh, boy. Yes, so much so that he could only sleep with the light on and the windows open. Nothing could be in front of any light, not even an object that would cast a shadow. Otherwise, he would be petrified and would not be able to Nothing sleep. Nothing could okay. be touching him, including the air or the ground or bed. He could just be like laying rigid. He could only he light could float, fully on. Float in the air above his bed. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I, I everything the light touches Pretty is much. spooky to me. Spooky? <laughs> what about that shady part in the middle? Nope, that's where the demons no, live. No, that's where He's the like, fucking Dad, 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 it's worse. Dad, it's worse. I don't like it. It's where the demons live. Sadly, young Nachito died when he was only five and um, was buried at the Panteon. Was he scared to death? No, he was not scared he to probably death. Died I don't the know shits. how. I don't know how Nacho died. The 19th well, he died in the 1890s or 1880. No, it was like 1885. So Were those the pooping years? No, 18, 1833 was the pooping years. Yeah. So he may not have pooped himself to death. He died in a, uh, a waistcoat factory fire. That's it. I just thought about making a television show about historic Mexico called the pooping years. <laughs> no, dear. Ken Burns I'm, documented. <laughs> motherfucking people There's would watch jazz that shit. underneath it. Hey, Ken, it's me, Bob. I got a great idea for you. We're going to talk about Mexico. My dearest Lupita. just about to be like, my dearest Maria. <laughs> long have I longed for your sweet Mexican embrace. Hey, but unfortunately, tomorrow's. I have the cholera and am pooping myself to death and will likely be turned into some sort of beef jerky mummy. <laughs> so, Please don't let them steal my thumbs. Yours well, in great admiration. Nacho. <laughs> Nacho the Cheeto. So anyway, shortly after Nacho's burial, a strange thing began to occur that would rightfully scare the crap out of the living. Oh, no. Not the living. Not the living. No, one morning, visitors to the cemetery found Nachito's body outside of his coffin no. resting on the ground in front of his headstone. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He, was he didn't like the dark. <laughs> He's scared of the dark. He was Sorry, you just put it together. Yep. He was reburied, but the following evening, the same thing happened again. He once again was found light. lying atop of his grave, and this process repeated for 10 days straight. 10 days? 10 days, until finally his parents decided to leave the coffin above ground so Nachito's soul could rest in peace. And his coffin is still above ground today. So it's it's a tomb but it's above ground huh. and where like everybody else is very yeah, clear, yeah. but it's in the shape of this tiny little man coffin. Um, but it is above ground. But today people will still report um, visitors will still report seeing the ghost of a young boy uh, and hear a young boy's voice as they walk by his grave um, to help. Visitors have left candles so he's not alone in the dark Aww. and toys that he can play with. So if you go and we can, Post pictures. Like Nintendo Switch form and shit. Yeah. Like Animal Crossing. Pretty much. You can play okay, Animal Crossing. that's a lot for a ghost. If you have spared Nintendo Switch and Animal Crossing, send it to Tuna. <laughs> Don't send it to Tuna's a dead kid. alive and we'll appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but you look at pictures of his uh, tombs and it's just, it's all like cute little toys and balls and dolls and it's very sweet. Aw, that's very kind. And Cheetos? And Cheetos. Sure. Obviously. Avi, sure. uh, he gets hungry. He gets snacky. Latino Cheetos. 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 So anyway. Cheetos. 
Gotta add just a random accent (laughs) in there somewhere. So anyway, so that is the legend of the uh, Nino Nachito. So if you go, they recommend you go and you're visiting. They recommend you go there first just so you can absorb okay, this is a young boy. There's some stuff tied around it because apparently if you don't visit him first and he comes to visit you, apparently it's it's quite frightening. But okay. if you see him first or you go to his grave first and then you hear little boys or anything like that, you're like, you're okay. Like, oh, it's just, it's just Nacho. He's, I've been there. I'm familiar. I am familiar. I know what's what's happening. Mm. Um, But the second, sorry, I got something in my eye. The She's got something in her eye. We'll, we'll vamp. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Pause. Oh, God. Her finger's in her know, eye. She's touching things. Cheetos? She's touching. I she's actually Cheetos. touching her eyeball. She's, she's pulled it out of her face. She pulled her eyeball out of the socket. She's ah, now. Oh, ah, she's, ah. she's pulling the eyelid off. Oh, oh God. No. It's like a horror movie. Like an errand eyelash in my eye. She's turning all of her skin inside out. (laughs) Why would you do this? Sancho contra me me wife's uh, ojos. Mi esposo's ojos. Your husband's. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, does not matter. Smarty pants. (laughs) So another legend of the Panteon that I'm going to tell you about is the legend La Leyenda del Vampiro. Vampiro? Das Vampir. Vampir. Yes. So the story goes, in the late 19th century, a mysterious man from Europe came to Guadalajara. Some say he was from England, others hungry, but you know. He was, that bitch was from Transylvania. Transylvania. Hell yeah. It's like Bob Redman. I think he was from British and is hungry. For human flesh. (laughs) He was a hungry British man. Yes. For human blood. Blood, blood. I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you, but do you have any human blood? That I can borrow. Yeah, I might be able to borrow and or take permanently from your body. Why do you think I'm supporting the National Health Organization? <laughs> it's because of all the blood. How do you think I live to be 100 years old? So around town, I'm sp- spryly walking around my garden. Spryly walking around my garden with a curvy back, and it's because I was eating Mexican youths in my youth. Youths. <laughs> So around town, he was known as either Don Jorge or Count Baldor. Count Baldor. Don George? Yes, Don George or Count Baldor. He was very rich and had very... George the Bald. Oh my God, it's George from Seinfeld. He's a George Costanza is a vampire. He's a vampire. Oh, fuck. Das Vampir. Das Vampir. He only dressed in black, only left his house at night, and didn't talk to many people, mostly keeping to himself, but he was always looking for female company. He's winky, like the winky. exact opposite of Nacho the Cheeto in that he only likes dark and Nacho only likes light. Only likes the light. Oh, it's man. a whole yin-yang thing going on. This guy is old and Nacho's five. <laughs> yeah. Day man. Oh, five <laughs> times the night man. <laughs> <laughs> did you see someone reached out to rob McElhenney on twitter and was like hey we want to put on like a performance of nightman like where can we get the rights and he was like just fucking do it if anyone tries to stop you let me know <laughs> i'm sure fx would that love is to amazing that. he was like just fucking do it who cares oh my god so shortly after count baldor's arrival the bodies of completely desanguinated animals began showing up around town, each with two small little holes in their necks. Were they, no. were they that's very spooky, were they pigeons or were they eagles? Or were they, they were definitely pigeons. They, they were, were saying eagles. they were um, cats and dogs. Cats and oh, dogs. no. Pets. 
What kind of fucking monster eats a dog? One who's thirsty for fucking blood. Yeah, we did also start this episode by talking about sabering bunnies, so. Yeah. Mm. Full circle. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) So at first, the locals thought it was some wild animal, but panic grew once. They thought it was a wild vampire. (laughs) 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 But panic grew once the human bodies started showing up. (gasps) So most of the victims were high-end hookers. Hooers. But occasionally... Yes. Oh, courtesans, as they were called. Oh, Mexican yes. hewers. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy hewers. Uh, but occasionally, the bodies of other young people would be found. Again, each body was completely devoid of blood and had two small holes on their necks. Citizens knew they had a vampire on their hands. Oh, How many shit. died? How many dead people did they have? Uh, dozens say. Hundreds. St- thousands. Exsanguinated people. Uh, there were bodies, plural. So it was like, okay, so like two people died of cholera and a, and had a bleedy thing. Yeah. Yes, two small did, holes Did they check neckies. the butt? <laughs> had he bled entirely out of his ass? Ooh, you know what? That could be the sign of something completely different. <laughs> Watch it, ass blood. <laughs> so the men banded together to take out this scourge on their city. Yeah. Uh, Fight they, the vampire. Yeah, they're gonna fucking take him on. Yeah. So the evening they went out, they and, sharpened their snakes. <laughs> snakes? I don't know snakes because they're Mexican. So they got yeah. their their pigeons and their slash eagle pigeons and snakes, and they're yeah. gonna fucking attack. You're just gonna vampire. throw a snake at a vampire? Yeah, a but pair, like a real pointy one. <laughs> a very pointy snake. The pointy snake. I would. I feel pointy like the over under on you dying on that is large. <laughs> Probably. That depends on the vampire, I think. Maybe he's like, thank you for the snack. Muchas gracias para la serpiente. Ensanguinates the snack. So, that <laughs> evening. so done with us. The men of the town went out in search of Das Vampire to kill him. They yes. found him in the Pantheon, sucking the blood of a man. Sucking a it man? Was- <laughs> okay, look. It's a metaphor. <laughs> he was blowing the dude. Vampirism is just is just uh, allegory for being gay. He was sucking just, the blood straight out of his being dick. dick. Hot, a hot gay, a like goth twink. Yes, you know? yeah, he's That's such, all vampire lore yeah. is. Count Baldor is a Count very, Baldor. I can't keep it up if you keep sucking the blood out of my dick. It needs it to get hard. Oh my god, I'm gonna like drain you dry. Uh, oh. So okay. <laughs> That we've cracked that mystery. No, but the man sucking off the other man in the cemetery was Count Baldor. Count oh, Baldor no. fled back to the safety of his house, and instead of storming the castle, the men just sort of gave up and went home. <laughs> they sleepies. They yeah. fight the vampire during the daytime. Everybody knows that. There's just That's like vampire hunting 101. Yep. So, but they knew the identity of the vampire. So they knew what must be done. So the next day, the city fellas went to a local priest for his advice and his help. The priest was all about it. He's like, yes, Bengabamanos, we're going to fucking kill a vampire. This is my shit. shit. This is my shit. Yeah. Vampire so hunting. He was, got him a group of men and led them straight to Baldur's Den. This with- all sounds like gay porn, by the way. Well, now that we've cracked the case, yeah, this is head just, straight over to Baldur's Den. It's just, a, it's just a hot, sweaty group of men going to attack another man. Who's gonna suck them dry? It's gonna be a lemon party before it, long. That's oh, all I'm saying. Mm. So, 
with the help of crucifixes, holy water, and prayers, the group marched into Baldor's house and attacked. Baldor tried to flee, but was caught by one of the men who plunged a stake into his heart. A snake oh stake? Snake stake. Yes. Snake stake. Oh, no, there's a snake in my chest. Oh. <laughs> uh, stop attacking me with your big snake. With your big oh, snake. Oh, you're just... <laughs> Oh, lay your snake on me. Oh, no, I've been attacked. Oh, no, where are you going to put your big snake? Are you going to try it up my butt instead? Oh, how did, oh, you're, how did your snake get in my mouth? Uh, <laughs> it fell. <laughs> <laughs> Just fell in. <laughs> I oh, I love your snake. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, like, fish hook myself to do that. <laughs> so, Baldor tried to flee, like I said was staked. Baldur was buried in the Pantheon in a tomb much deeper than anyone else. Out of fear, he would rise up and exact his revenge. Yeah, that's that tracks. Yeah. A few months later, a large tree with very deep roots emerged from the grave, fragmenting the tombstone. Oh, shit. It just sprung up overnight. A cool-ass overnight a few tree? Later, yeah. Yeah. From the grave, frag splitting the tombstone. This is the oh. shit. The townsfolk grew from the snake stake. Yeah, the townsfolk concluded this tree was born from the stake that was stuck in his heart. And apparently, if you look at the tree at night, you will see the faces of Baldur's victims in the tree trunk. Oh, this is the shit. It also said that if you cut a piece of the bark, blood will flow from the tree. I like how our ghost podcast, we were like, Haunted Mexico, I did mummies, and you did vampires. Fuck yeah. Yeah. This is a good episode. I like it. Um, and finally, the last Leyenda tied around this is that when the tree is cut down, or its roots completely break the tombstone, Baldor will rise from the grave to exact his revenge on the descendants of those who killed him. Yeah! And if you look at the tree, it's massive. It's black. Like it is it's a black? it is like a black dark barked tree coming dark up bark. out of this ground. It's, this is the shit. They've built That's the amazing. the cemetery keepers have built like a fence oh, around that it. Makes sense. So, like don't touch our magic tree. It's keeping the vampire at bay. Yeah. It's yeah, leave it the fuck alone. This Just, is our vampire cork. If you move it, the vampire The vampire comes yeah. out and we're all fucked. So no there you have Do you think it. this was a legend started by the gardener who didn't want from that tree anymore? <laughs> He's, He's like, like no, that's a vampire this. tree. I can't do it. Goddamn sarcophagus. I'm not climbing it, okay? I don't know it's a vampire tree. <laughs> look, yeah, exactly. Be like, look, I could cut it down, but I have to get to the bottom of the roots, and that's going to, like, touch a dead person. I don't yeah. fucking touch Hell a yeah. dead person. I like this wily groundskeeper. So, fuck it. It's a vampire tree. Hell yeah. But yes, you can look and see the faces of the dead, and it will be. That's crazy. That's the shit. Uh, but there are other legends tied to it. I think there's one about a nun, which there's I a, didn't read. There was a nun. There was a pirate. Pirate. Yeah, there's like six or seven. Yeah, we may have to revisit this graveyard. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, yes, that is the legend of the Panteón de Belén, the ghost of little Nachito. And that's vampire. Yeah. That's vampire. All right, now yeah. we need to talk about this here beer we've been drinking. We told you what it was, but we didn't tell you how it tastes. We didn't tell you it how tastes it tastes. like a lager. It's not that it great. Tastes, <laughs> tastes, you know what? It's a baseball beer. It is. It's beer flavored It's fine. Beer. I don't get Mexican. Like, it doesn't taste like a Corona. It just tastes like baseball No, beer I, I'll, tell you, I, I'll tell it's you this. Every, it's every, it's kind of like how when we were talking about 818 and we had their blonde and you're like, this is every brewery blonde. This is every brewery Here, lager. Here's my opinion on it. If you want a Mexican lager, just go buy a Modelo. Like, A, it's going to be cheaper yeah. and it tastes the same, if not better. 
Yeah, I don't dislike this beer. I feel like this beer might be a really good michelada, you know? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't I don't dislike this beer. It's But it, you got to yeah, mix it with, with yeah, other shit. Is price worthy. The, the only thing it's going to make this beer better is Clamato. Yeah, and speaking of this beer is needs clam tomato fish. water. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, but what I am really most excited about is the um they they have the ingredients list essentially it has the mm-hmm. malts and stuff the the grist used yeah uh wireman which oh. uh it holds a very special place in my why heart. is that dear because my my brothers are wiremen yeah, yeah. they and are wiremen and is oh. wireman it is <laughs> the actual the spelling vampire. of my maiden name which is crazy oh. it's true uh, but there's a lot of german things included yeah. in this mexican German beer lager, oh, but i think they also use maize at some point yes flaked yeah. maize flaked maize flaked that's maize. the mexican part yeah flaked so maize. it's all german except for the one mexican night kiss of, of mexican yeah it does say pack it in your beach bag it will chill you out during a heat wave or after conquering the waves all day this would be a really nice beach yes beer. like it's, it's super like a baseball cold. beer like it's yeah it's easy drinking oh yeah it's 4.6 2. 4.2 4.2 you can crush it's this not, shit all day I think this is better than the 818 Blonde because the 818 Blonde had a weird aftertaste. This has no I bad agree with aftertaste. That. I agree with that. It's, it's just not, it's not bad in any way, no. shape, or form. It's just not that special. But yeah, again, it's like if you're going to do that, why bother getting a craft version of this when the mass produced is just as good and cheaper? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, well, right now we're doing it to support local brewers. Yeah. We're doing well, yeah, that, no, But what I'm saying is that like there are other, there are other selections are way this better than this This pigeon is now crying. That's this- fine. Let it cry. This because it had, there are other beers to get from this brewery that are way better. That alien one was so good. It was really good. So this anyway. beer, I don't mind this beer. I will happily drink the other can of this beer. Yeah, I'm why not, not mad about it. Sweet. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where your pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess what I like? Ignacia's arm jerky. I've had it. It tastes good. A little, a little undersalted for my taste, and I like a bit more spice, but it's good. You know what else I like? I like Don Jorge. That guy. What a crazy dude. He's out there. What a crazy dudes. dude. Sucking blood. Sucking blood. Yeah. You know what he's doing? George the Bald. Just sucking off. He's got, he's got, he's got no hair. He's got a snake in his chest. You know no what? No hair, I, don't care. I like El Santo contra las movias. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but if there's one thing I love more than anything, and it's a vampire that'll suck your dick. Melissa wins. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you by sucking your dick. <laughs> oh, I mean, what a way to go. What? You definitely... At least you got a story to tell St. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Young Bob, what brings you here? Well, I got my dick sucked by a vampire and then I died. <laughs> okay. All right, come on in. Love job and it took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us yeah. this week. Uh, I don't know whether to... Ap- I'm not going to apologize. This Never. show is insane, no, but it was fun. he is who he is. He is who he is, man. It's true. But thank you guys for continuing to tune in and listen to us every Monday. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Yeah, and, dude. And there'll be more Bruce. And don't, and forget, and don't forget the extra Baggins episode. Oh, on Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, Friday. Definitely Baggins. come back Friday. But yes, uh, there will be more uh, Bruce and... And Bruce. Yep. Yeah, we said it. Look, we're going to fucking be here. And until then, come, just come back on Monday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we are terrible.